Today's episode is brought to you by Campbell's. Campbell's knows you have a lot to balance at your senior living operation. Our soups are crafted with ingredients you'd be proud to serve, and we have options for diets like reduced sodium, gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan. Find your balance at campbellsfoodservice.com. Sponsored by Campbell's Food Service. Welcome to Menu Feed, a bi-weekly podcast from Winsight Media's two food service brands, Restaurant Business and Food Service Director. I'm Pat Kobe, Senior Editor covering menu, food, and drink for both brands. Today I'm sitting down with Adam Grafton, VP of Culinary for Morrison Living. Chef Grafton oversees dining in over 400 senior communities across the U.S., and even after 20 years, he sees his role as a new way of chefing. Listen as he relates how a close relationship with his grandparents inspired him to forge a connection with seniors, and how he sees endless opportunities for innovation in senior dining. These attributes have helped Morrison and its teams of chefs adapt successfully to the pandemic and beyond as they navigate the next normal. Welcome, Adam. It's great to be here, Pat. Thanks so much for setting up the podcast. So tell me a bit about the culinary path that got you to the senior living segment. What were some of the steps along the way? Yeah, so that's a, it's a great story. You know, um, I started out, I graduated from the restaurant school of Philadelphia, uh, started out in, in, in fine dining. Um, interesting enough, um, you know, some of the chefs I worked with started to go into senior living as chefs. And that was new for me. So I was, hey, what's it like over there? And hey, Adam, chef, you've got you've to come on board, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's new and, and it's great. It's fun. Uh, we can be creative as chefs, um, you know? So I'm like a little bit intrigued. So I said, okay, let me, let me check it out. Um, landed in a community um, as an executive chef uh, 21 years ago. And um, they were right. You know, it's, uh, as a chef, you can most certainly get creative. Uh, have fun, motivate your team. The difference there that I learned right out of the gate was, well, our our guests live here. <laughs> so um, a little bit different than than a restaurant setting. Um, but I really did I really did enjoy it. And I and I'd say too, you know, as a young kid I spent a lot of time with my grandparents. Um, and you know, I really appreciated the time I've spent with my grandparents and and my connection with seniors was there. Um, automatically and naturally so um, I just connected instantly with senior living you know the other thing I'd say too at that time 21 years ago yes I mentioned we could get creative have fun but it was it was difficult to recruit talent in mm-hmm. senior living as I think that reputation was still there at the time so for me my connection to senior living as as a culinarian was wow the opportunities are endless right so we've got to change this this sort of um, reputation that we, that senior living had, and we've got to continue to drive culinary. We've got to continue to make it fun. Um, so for me, that was that was the connection. And then lastly, you know, it's I always get asked, "Hey, hey, chef, what keeps you in senior living?" I mean, it's everything that I that I said for sure. Mm-hmm. But what I really enjoy, and, and, and a lot of the chefs really enjoy, is the fact that it's challenging. Mm-hmm. And and when I say challenging, I mean you know, the best way to summarize that is you've got multiple generations in your community or guests in your community at one time. So it's not just 
it's not just satisfying one sort of group. You know, you've got multiple groups, different generations. So you've got to, as a chef, you've got to be extremely balanced in how you menu. Um, you got to bring on the innovation. Um, you got to be, you got to hit on the trends and you got to sort of have a lot of that, that sort of comfort food that are favorites at the same time. And to me, that makes it very, very interesting uh, as a chef. Mm. It's interesting that you you didn't come up through the restaurant industry because, you know, some of the other chefs I've spoken to, you know, have done that route. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right out, of, right out of school, you know, I, I did spend time in the restaurants. Um, and, and again, it was a lot of my colleagues went to senior living and just kind of said, hey, Adam, you got it. You got to try this out. It's a uh, it, it's a new way uh, of of chefing. <laughs> yeah, well, it's definitely a way to. Forge your own path, it sounds like. Yeah. So what yeah. was dining like at Morris and Living Communities before the pandemic hit? Is there, you know, can you describe like what not a typical dinner menu is like, but what some of the, you know, things you might have offered? Yeah, I mean, I guess the best way to summarize that, I, I would say, is the menus were changing constantly, you know? So if you look at all of our different dining venues, the menus change daily. Um, you know, I think the other the other thing I would say too, Pat, is you know the engagement uh, opportunities. So when I when I talk about engagement, it's those monthly um, sort of promotions, uh, events that that really make the dining experience uh, special. Mm -hmm. uh, so so that had to be looked at in a completely different way um, during during COVID. And examples of that would be just you know we have what's called encore. You know, there's, we have 15 different sort of performing arts topics and events that were, are within Encore. And then we pair along menus um, with, with Encore. And, and we were doing those sorts of engagements and events on a monthly basis. Um, Heirloom, which was my favorite. So Heirloom was really featuring um, a handful of residents, um, you know, family heirlooms um, in the community, family recipes, uh, everyone's. You know, imagine everyone's in the dining room, large tables, enjoying themselves, awesome experience. You know, so obviously those sort of engagements needed to change um, during COVID. And then teaching kitchens. We're, we really, really love doing teaching kitchens. And, and obviously, you know, think about teaching kitchens pre-COVID. You know, we have our teaching kitchen theater set up and we invite residents up to, um, up to the counter and, and they're able at the table and they're able to listen to the chef and the dietitian talk through uh, that particular dish and the residents are cooking along uh, with the chef and the dietitian and oh, cool. can imagine that's got to change right during right. during COVID. So we really need to think about um, what what needed to ch what needed to be changed and and you know I we always say take action right. So when you when we talk about take action, it's about how do you innovate. So how do you take sort of what's what's handed to you um, and turn it into innovation. Um, and, and we've done that. And I would say we've been more innovative during COVID than we ever been before. Wow. So what are some of the changes that you made? Um, you had a change within like 24 hours, it seems. And, you know, go from that hospitable communal dining to delivery and takeout and room service. So how did you make that pivot so quickly? Yeah, I would say one of the first things that we did out of the gate um, was some of the simple touches. And what I mean by that is uh, serving smiles. 
Mm -hmm. is was one of the ways in which we were able to just let our residents know how much we care about them and we're we're here for them and you know even um you know our heroes campaign where our frontline associates were recognizing them and just letting them know that we truly do appreciate um everything that they're doing they are heroes and so i would say it's those sort of personal touches out of the gate um you know when i talked about teaching kitchen we're doing teaching kitchens now they're just virtually um, throughout the community. So tying that to technology is key. Um, an example of that would be how to get innovative is it, it's fun, right? So you have the chef that's recording that virtual teaching kitchen. Uh, most of our communities have a community channel. Uh, most residents have uh, um, an iPad. Um, so, so they're able, we're able to feed that live virtual teaching kitchen to our residents. And then to get them really engaged is, you know, sending them sort of those ingredients ahead of time so that they can still cook along, you know, assemble um, and keep that engagement going. That and then, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, and that's just an example. It's just an example. And then it's just like earlier I mentioned the encore, you know, the ability to still broadcast that those, those performing arts still have that menu featured around the, those performing arts, um, but it just happens to be, obviously, we're social distancing, um, but those activities can still happen in those in, re, in a residence community um, in their rooms. Um, it's just that that menu becomes sort of themed, mm -hmm. um, right? So it's obviously a room service or a takeout option, but, but it's being conducted in the in their residence uh, home. So what are some examples of the menus that you did, um, you know, to tie in with some of the events or to tie in with some global trends? Yeah, so, so we did a lot of innovation around, around menus. The, you know, obviously takeout has been, has been huge for us. And, you know, we had to really look at uh, menus around takeout. Um, produce, you know, sort of create those menus for our, our on-site teams that make sense. You know, you think about takeout, it's got to be food that's going to hold well, transport well, mm -hmm. and then the overall packaging just needs to create that experience, um, you know, for the residents. So, you know, takeout, I would say, is, is number one. Um, you know, we're still focusing around our culinary standards. We focus on seasonality. We focus on um, global ins inspirations. Uh, we just, um, you know, we just started doing this month, we're doing uh, global breakfast bowls. So um, our residents really do enjoy breakfast for dinner. Um, breakfast is a, is a key meal. So let's just kind of put a spin on it and do some different glo global breakfast bowls that are inspired from uh, either, um, you know, Indian inspired, Moroccan inspired, uh, Peruvian, you know, just different flavor profiles that maybe they haven't been introduced to yet, um, but but focusing on breakfast. That sounds really cool, and the bowls really travel well, so that's beautiful. So you also did um, a promotion called Addictive. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because that sounded really intriguing. Yeah, so Addictive, uh, let me start with this. So what we do each month is we feature um, a monthly culinary innovation. And this goes back prior to COVID. It's just, you know, it's in our DNA um, as culinarians and, and it's, it, it drives our culinary culture and our organization, but it really gives the chefs the opportunity to try 
different foods. Um, we look at trends that are outside the walls of our community. Um, you know, looking at, you know, trends um, around hummus, for example. So addictive uh, was really to spin off a of hummus and how can we, how can we show hummus and, and work with hummus in a different way? Um, but we're really essentially bringing those trends um, into our communities and it really inspires our chefs to think a different, different way, uh, try different foods, try different ingredients. And then the end result is our residents are able to, um, you know, uh, be introduced to different flavor profiles. But addictive, Pat, is basically a dessert spin off of hummus. So what we did is we created two kind of core recipes. We created a vanilla um, hummus and then we created a chocolate hummus. And then, you know, following our culinary standards, we concentrate on seasonality. So we look at fall and we say, okay, let's, let's create some fall inspired recipes. You know, it's a pump, pumpkin vanilla hummus, you know, with cinnamon, cinnamon pita chips, um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, we just, we built the guide out and, and it's inspired by each, each season of the year. Um, and then using those two core hummus, dessert hummus recipes. Um, and, and it's been, it's, it, it's been great. The, um, the chefs love it. We, we have an internal um, uh, workplace by Facebook posting. And it is amazing to see all of the photos each month as we introduce the monthly culinary innovation. Uh, all the photos from the chefs that post on Workplace. Uh, we just started in, in uh, this month, actually, uh, we're gonna, we just started doing um, a chef challenge via Workplace. Mm. So, you know, looking at the end of, at the end of August, picking um, winners through, throughout the different divisions um, within Morrison Living and announcing them on Facebook as winners and, you know, they get some fun gifts and prizes. So um, we just started doing that because we've seen such a, a great, um, you know, uh, participation in the monthly culinary innovations. Uh, we just launched, Pat, we just did a uh, called Slice of Heaven. So we're looking at uh, hand-stretched personal pizzas, but applying a dessert application to it. Cool. Wow, you have some really creative ideas there. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great. Now, I mean, you have um, communities all across the U.S., so some restrictions might have been lifted by this point. So are you able to add more options now? Are you able to do like outdoor events or outdoor dining at all? So, yeah, outdoor dining for, for sure. Um, some of our dining rooms are opening, and, and obviously we've got to be um, – you know, social distancing in those dining rooms, more reservations, of course, uh, staggered, you know, seating, um, but, but they're slowly starting to open up um, in our communities, but it's very slow. Mm. So, you know, we're trying to call the next phase the next normal rather than the new normal, because yep. who knows what normal will be anymore, but, but do you think takeout and delivery will continue to evolve as we enter the next phase? Is that something that residents are kind of um, used to at this point? I, I do, Pat. And, and, you know, through COVID, we really have introduced our residents to new food, new foods, um, new styles of service, for sure. Mm -hmm. We've introduced them to a ton of technology and, and food options. Think about it, you know, so... Um, that's not going to go away. 
you know so our residents that have been introduced to to the tech to different technologies and food service styles and that's not going to go away and and so even as the dining rooms open up our residents are still going to want that takeout option that takeout experience uh that pop-up market in our communities uh which was one of the innovations we we actually you know rolled out during covid because there was such a need for those grocery sales those those ingredients so residents wouldn't have to go to the grocery store they could easily go to our pop-up market and purchase all of those ingredients those are the sorts of things that are going to need to continue um, to be programmed into our communities even when the dining rooms open up so definitely you know the things that that will obviously need to be maintained as well in the communities and we're doing it now is just the barriers that are available to separate different you know stations definitely touchless sanitizers um, you, you know the technology as I mentioned before um, and then we've been doing a lot with mobile carts mm. so just really nice looking carts that are used for that can be outfitted with um, I'll give you an example which was uh, we're doing them in our communities now it's great to see on workplace um, in the postings but you know a mobile bar mm. so the ability for that mobile bar to be pushed through those hallways or areas in the community and and still social distance but but they can come and go to the card and have a nice cocktail and we've been theming cocktails you know mocktails and having a lot of fun with 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 those and you know um one of the things that we were very cognitive of um during covid was just the concern around um residents well-being emotional and uh, emotional health well-being um and socialization mm -hmm. you know the lack of lack we could we, could, we all lived it. I mean, there's that lack of socialization during that time. And we created uh, what was what we call 10-2 time to groove. So 10 to um, 10 o'clock and two o'clock every day. Um, it's, it's time to um, enjoy a nice healthy snack, a nice healthy beverage and uh, play some music and uh, give the chance, give the residents a chance to um, have a little bit of fun, listen to some music, stretch, a little bit of activity. Uh, wave to their wave to their neighbors across the hallway, and and we've have that on a on a cart as well. So my point is that mobile that mobile cart that mobilization in the community is extremely important. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the bars because I know a lot of the communities do have a bar, and that was like a hub of socialization before. Uh, so this is your what you're doing now, I guess. Yeah, and, and again, I think that there's communities that have bars you know they're either social distancing in that venue as it opens back up mm -hmm. um, or if it's if it's nice outside you're definitely taking the opportunity to be outside and, and social distance outside um, but yeah I mean it's, venues are slowly starting to open up but but again while they're they're not opened it's still how can we be innovative and provide the innovation to the to the um, you know to the teams out there but pat what's been awesome through this is just the innovations coming from our teams in the field mm. so what we did what we did right out of the gate when covid happened is you know we ramped up our um communication we um we do an all call um for in with our organization and that all call is for everybody across the country, all the on-site team directors and chefs and managers. 
And when we did that, um, and we look at workplace and the postings right out of the gate, it was, wow, that's so innovative. We would have never thought of that. You know, we would reach out to those teams and listen and ask some questions. How did you do this? How did you do that? And then we landed on a, a lot of these innovations that, that are now in our communities and everybody's taking full advantage of. So it's been great. So did you do that before COVID too, or was this something that you're doing now virtually because that's what we have to do? So we always, we always have all calls. Um, if pre COVID, if that was once a month, um, we moved to weekly. Oh, cool. And we've, we've always had the workplace by Facebook, um, app, um, uh, which is awesome. And, and, we were always using that as an outlet to sort of um, gain uh, ideas from the, from the field, uh, from the teams. But when, when COVID took place, it was just, you know, everybody sort of needed to adapt the business model. And that's where we saw, wow, I never thought of that. Or that's amazing that, you know, someone, you know, just looked at how they can do a mobile bar. <laughs> you know mobile ice cream carts i mean it's amazing just to see how what what our teams do out there to really create that experience for our residents regardless of the situation you know and everybody that's in senior living um you know they're in it for a reason mm-hmm. you know they're they're in it because it's it's in their heart it's their purpose it's what they want it's what they want to be they want to do they want to be here um and it's really about being the best part of someone's day well, you once said that adapting to change can make you really innovative, and that sounds like what's going on there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So uh, are there any plans to change the design or configuration of any of the dining venues indoors because of COVID? I mean, I, you know, for this foreseeable future, we'll need to social distance and eliminate buffets or salad bars and that kind of thing. So are you changing around the design at all of indoor dining? Yeah, so when we look at it, when we look padded in indoor and in indoor dining, um, you know, it's two two sorts of um, you know areas here. We've got communities that have an existing space that is already built, mm-hmm. and so how do we how do we make the changes that we need um, with the current situation um, work? And then you have sort of your um, you know we're still working on designs now for future builds. Mm-hmm. Um, we Morrison Living has an awesome department uh, called the Hub, and the Hub um, focuses on designs, innovation around designs, um, branding for art for those communities and clients, and uh, they're bringing a lot of that innovation around design to to us and our clients. You know, so you know when you look at existing builds, you know one of the things that we did uh, a few months ago is we we created. Um, a, a, an operating model or a plan called Renew Restart. Um, and so that is a whole operating guide that help um, our on-site team sort of convert that, that, those existing spaces to, um, to meet the current needs when it comes to you know, social distancing, um, how do you put barriers up um, you know, at different stations, how do you go from a self-serve to a served um, station so that's been taking place and we've and that's been really successful for us but when it comes to brand new designs there's no doubt I mean you just don't 
if there's a salad bar in there in a new design, it's definitely served and it becomes more of a uh, grains and greens or a served salad, chopped salad station that someone's actually making in front of um, those guests or residents. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely, technology's come a long way and, you know, looking at, you know, it's interesting, you look at just takeout. We talked about takeout a little bit, Pat, and, and the interesting part there is from a design standpoint and technology, you know, we're looking at um, food lockers in designs. So uh, a locker that a resident can, would order his or her takeout meal and through technology, it's telling them what food locker it's in. It produces a QR code. A uh, resident or guest goes to that food locker number, scans that QR code and the door opens and there's your food. Wow. So, yeah. Is there any like uh, backlash against this, you know, from some of the older senior living residents? Well, again, I, you know, you've got residents have been introduced to a lot of technology during COVID, right. you know, and, and it's very simple and, and you know, not, you know, we don't foresee any, any issues if it's a, it's just probably just some training up front, you right. know, to show everybody how it works. And, um, but, you know, just technology like that, I think is a, is a really good example. Touchless beverage, you know, stations, mm-hmm. everything seems to be touchless uh, lately. Um, or self-automated, you know, beverage machines, um, but um, mobile carts for sure. You know, we talked a little about mobile mobile carts, and I also think as we, when we're redesigning um, for the future, it's looking at um, designs that are flexible. Because if we fast forward, you know, hopefully it's not a year, mm-hmm. but if we fast forward a year from now and we've converted everything to um, served and and all of a sudden there is that opportunity to um, be a little bit more flexible mm-hmm. on on residents and guests maybe serving serving themselves you know how do we go ahead and now convert those stations that we built for serve to um, sort of that flexible self-serve so design is going to be keys and and how do you build those right stations that can easily be converted over to a served without the major expenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So to wrap it up, what do you like most about your job? You spoke about some of the things, but what are you know some of the highlights of your time that you've been there at Morrison? You know, the, the culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morrison Living has an, an awesome people culture, very strong culinary culture, as you can you know, as you can hear me um, talk about food and, and you and I talking about menus and innovation. So, I mean, it's the, the culture's um, alive and strong with, with Mars and living. And, and again, kind of going back to our start um, of the conversation, it's just there's a purpose. And, and, and you know, everyone that's um, doing what they do every day creating that experience for our seniors. I mean, we're, we're truly here, here for a reason. You know, it's our, it's our purpose in life um, to take care of our, our seniors, our residents. Um, so to, to do what we do every day um, and then look back on the day and know that we were the best part of someone's day, it, 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 it's meaningful. I mean, there's no other way to really put it. It's just, it's meaningful to us. Um, so it's been great. And, you know, I'll say one other thing, Pat, I, you know, 
it's um i really feel you know through the through the pandemic um you know it definitely sort of shot senior living ahead you know from an innovation standpoint from a technology standpoint from a food standpoint you know it really launched us forward um so we're always looking at we're always looking at the positive aspects of of what we're dealt with here you know it kind of goes back to this simple saying you know you, you're given you know making lemonade out of lemons um you know but, but but when things do settle you know you and i you and i talked a lot about this already but you know when you when it does settle a little bit um you know a lot of those innovations and and sort of technology and service styles and, and food elements that we've introduced to a lot of our residents it's it's a good thing that they're not going to all go away because at the end of the day it's just going to be so many more options from a dining perspective mm -hmm. in our communities um, and that's a great thing so it sounds like you have a lot to look forward to when we come yeah. out of this health crisis too yeah yeah we definitely do so love all these innovative ideas and insights thanks so much for sharing them adam and that wraps up menu feed for this week all the podcast links are posted on the websites of restaurant business and food service director and you can also listen to them on spotify join me next time as we explore more menu trends today's episode is brought to you by campbell's campbell's knows you have a lot to balance at your senior living operation our soups are crafted with ingredients you'd be proud to serve, and we have options for diets like reduced sodium, gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan. Find your balance at campbellsfoodservice.com. Sponsored by Campbell's Food Service.